Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that contains personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our baleful storyteller sends our band of offbeat vampires on a dangerous road trip to destroy the wards protecting the fictional Jamestown. I'm Ben, and I'm playing Tommaso, the accurate Putinesca. I'm Russell, and I play Gordon. The Hangman Lasombra. I'm Josh, and I play Clear Visions, the Blind Toreador. And I'm Nick, and I play Jason, the Guillotine, Bandu Akeem. Oh, fucking good. Hey, I'm Mike, and I am your secretive storyteller. Why doesn't our coterie recap what happened last week on Monster Game Night? So Tommaso inadvertently led the charge of getting out of Jamestown, walked into a little row of trip wires and ended up in a firefight. Gordon decided to play a game of hangman with two of the shooters uh, on the grassy knoll. Jason followed Gordon's lead, snuck up behind Bogey 2 for the decapitation. We eventually got away onto the Clear Visions tour bus where we are reunited with Rosetta and Suzanne. You know, Suzanne felt that resentment all the way from fictional Jamestown to here. To set the scene, tonight's session opens inside the Clear Visions tour bus a few moments after Rosetta, who is driving the bus on her expired commercial driver's license, has spotted a roadblock up ahead, twin bonfires flanking police cars with lights flashing. Of course, the coterie just drove away from flashing police lights inside of Jamestown. Sir, I see a roadblock up ahead. Roadblock? What? Oh, my vision. It's returned. The flashing lights. Oh, this is great. I mean, this is awful. Go around. I can't. There's, there's, uh, Mr. Visions, there's only two lanes on this road. Make our own lane. Get through there. We got to get to Oxford. No, no. Don't do that. Just Just crash through. Just stop, Rosetta. We will see what's, what's going on. Honestly, you figure it out. And I get up and I go back to my room and I'm going to go change into some more presentable clothing. Does this bus have a secret escape hatch? Roll we, a D10 for me. We have a luggage compartment. Get in there. You hear Suzanne's voice say, yeah, I know about the luggage compartment. That's a what? An eight. There's a maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he looked at you and was like, maybe? <laughs> Jason's got an idea of where one might be. Just use your sword and cut one. And that, and that is, where is it at? Yeah, where is it, We'll Jason? never know. All right. <laughs> it doesn't seem, like, doesn't seem like anybody else is interested in addressing this up front, so. Oh, no, I'll, I'll join you. Okay, Tommy's going to step to the front of the bus, take a look outside. I, I assume I have to roll to see what I'm looking at. Gordon joins him. Tommaso steps forward towards the windshield and gazes out in the night beyond. He sees fires burning in barrels and oil drums. He sees flashing blue lights. He sees officers walking in khaki uniforms with dogs on leads. I'm going to take a guess. This looks very similar to one we encountered before. That's a reasonable guess. All right. Is it the same people we met before? It would be a roll of insight plus a I will happily do that. You got that. Rosetta ignored Clear Vision's suggestion that she drive off road and create her own path. The tour bus has begun to slow. What is Clear Vision's doing? Hey, quick, real quickly, you gave us two skills there. Yeah. Uh, be... No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Uh, insight and awareness. Give me a roll of wits mm-hmm. plus awareness. There you go. 
Uh, I'm changing my clothing and getting back into a more presentable, uh, real, I'm not going to say like business suit, but like a leisure suit. So is this like, yeah. so when I picture something breezy for clear visions, what I see is a, uh, a linen button down and white slack. Yeah. It's like a, like a gingham yeah. shirt, just some slacks. Yeah. Like a business casual. Right. Yeah. Untalked, yeah. still kind of casual, but comfortable and airy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clear Visions notices, of course, at this point that his face is absolutely covered in foul red blood from rolling around on the forest floor earlier. Huh. This is unacceptable. He, he'll wash it off. Very well. Clear Visions steps out a few moments later, returned to himself. Teresa is relieved to see him wholesome. She flutters over across the bus very, very carefully because her wingspan can almost go from side to side of this bus. Um, so it's more of like a, a long hop that she does, but she ends up on his shoulder and she nibbles affectionately on his hair, kind of preening him a little bit, having to hunch down a bit so her head doesn't bump on the ceiling. Yeah. Have you seen like geese hug people? They like wrap their whole like neck and stuff like around them. I picture it's like that. I think she would do that. So yeah, she's on your neck, kind of crouched down a little bit, pulling her wings close up against her with her neck twisted around on the other side, her cheek pressed up against Queer Visions. Oh, thanks, Teresa. You really helped me there. It could have been a lot worse. Why would we stop? Keep it going. Mr. Visions, this, this tour bus, I cannot drive it off of the road. I didn't say off the road. Well, I did. But uh, you can just drive straight through. We already dealt with these you people before, right? We'll see what they um, need. Just pass through the roadblock. Let's move. This this may be an inconvenient time to remind you that my CDL is expired. Don't worry about that. All the more reason to go through. They're going to arrest you. No, they won't. Well, and hold on, hold on, Gordon hold on, hold steps on. off. Wait, wait, wait. I am a Giovanni. Okay, so oh, yeah, I assume you're awesome. giving me my instincts there. Okay, so I got three successes. Yes. Three successes. On three successes, what stands out to Tommaso is that this roadblock differs from the first one in that it was hastily set. This has not been placed at a point where it would be impossible to go around it. There's many fewer cars here. This looks almost like someone was in a hurry to prepare for it. All right, spy man. He also recognizes two of the dogs look very familiar. Okay, Spider-Man. It looks like they aren't as prepared as last time. However, I think this is the same unit we ran across before. Mm. So let's be ready. How many cops are there? Only about six this time. Only. Perfect. Gordon steps out of the bus and approaches whichever one he sees is in charge. And Tommy does the same thing as before. He goes down to the bottom step of the bus and he uses his bulk to basically shield the door. Tommy steps down. We see the light streaming across this empty, grassy field. Tommaso's shoulder cutting into it and deflecting it as Gordon walks towards the police officers in their khaki uniforms, trailing a little bit of shadow behind him. As Gordon walks forward, we see the form Sergeant Ayers. And he says, well, I think we've met before. I recognize your bus. 
Evening, Sergeant. How are you tonight? I'm doing very well. Now, you'll forgive me if I'm not quite as pleasant as I was last time as we first met. Why not? Well, you see, it's a mild suspicious. Your bus leaving. We'd like to ask a couple of questions of you and your ilk. You My mind? Ilk? What, I, what is this about, Sergeant? You want to come along? And mm. I need Gordon to give me a roll of dexterity plus athletics. For what? Or what? I think we're going to find out. I need Mr. Fletcher to give me that roll of dexterity plus athletics. I'm going to rouse the blood. I get hungrier. Actually have. And that's four successes. On four successes, Gordon notices that Sergeant Ayers very carefully placed a single loop of a handcuff around his right wrist and was trying to get the second fastened around his left. Gordon notices the cold touch of metal against his palm before Sergeant Ayers can close the second. Since he's touching me, I'm going to cast Touch of Oblivion. <laughs> get wrecked. That takes a prowl check to activate. Do get hunger. Ooh. And since he's clearly not trying to avoid me, he can't do anything about it. Specifically, I'm going to make him mute. And specifically, he feels the, his throat closing up and he can't speak he, as his vocal cords just kind of shrivel. Gordon catches Sergeant Ayers attempting to fasten the left handcuff around his wrist. Gordon flips his hand, catches Sergeant Ayers on the forearm, looks him straight into the eyes, and we see the shadows behind Gordon swell, and we see them form themselves into a spike and drive themselves directly down Sergeant Ayers' mouth. His head tilts back. We see his massively wide state trooper hat slip off of his head, catch itself around its tether as this shadow forms forces itself down Sergeant Ayer's throat. There's twisted, choking gurgle, and we hear Sergeant Ayer's vocal cords freeze completely. I then turn to the other five officers, and I say quite loudly, now, I don't understand the meaning of this, but if I need to call the governor's office to clear this up, I will. I will take your silence as your ascension that we can just move ahead. Wonderful. And Gordon turns his back and walks back onto the bus. I expect, as he walks back, he says, I expect those cars to be moved. Otherwise, my call is to the governor. Give me a roll of charisma plus leadership. Add one die for your treatment of Sergeant Ayers. What about manipulation intimidation, since I am trying to get them to do something? I would take manipulation plus intimidation. What are Jason and Clear Visions doing? Jason stows his sword and pulls out the rifle that was previously hidden and then positions himself at the back of the bus near a hatch in the floor. So Jason climbs onto the table, flips the bipod of this rifle forward and takes up a sniper's post stretched out behind it, reticle trained on Sergeant Ayers, but ready to select any target who might stop him. Some Mission Impossible shit. I love this. Mm -hmm. Clear visions. I like where your head's at, kid. And I'll go back to my room and dig through the closet for the flamethrower. <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> We see clear visions emerge. Backpack pesticide sprayer that still has at least a few quarts of gasoline inside of it. Candle wick along the side of it. Clear visions is fumbling with a lighter to get that to light. Tommaso? I'm 
sounds like Gordon has this in hand. I'm just waiting in the back. By the way, I meant forgot to mention, I do have the shotgun draped over my shoulder, but it's the one that's still like inside the door, so they can't see it. Okay, Mr. Fletcher. <laughs> Before I roll these, because I roused the blood and did not get hungrier, would you permit me to spend XP to increase my intimidation skill? No. <laughs> no, no that is power gaming at its most power gaming. <laughs> nice try. That's not an Respect, but no. Yes, game, respect, game, but no. <laughs> you didn't need it. I didn't need it. That's... <laughs> Spending willpower? I am. I am. <laughs> That's uh, four, five, six, seven, eight successes. What does Gordon say? Uh, exactly what he said as he was leaving. He says, I expect these cars to be moved and allow us on our way. Otherwise, my next call's to the governor. So Gordon steps onto the tour bus? Yep. Gordon places his feet onto the tour bus. Rosetta looks at Gordon and she says, they're not moving. Gordon looks towards them, steps back off the bus. He gathers the shadows around him and says, I said now. He is going to... We are entering into combat. Oh, hell yes. And that will be your first round. They didn't move so on I'd, eight I'd, successes. Yeah, and that was a crit too, which Woo! is insane. They did not move on eight successes. Hella sus. Hella sus. Yes. Hella sus. I'm thinking the governor's on their side. Thinking, I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> um, so, who was acting first? I'm walking up and shooting a flamethrower if we're going into combat. I, well, t- let, let me get off the bus before you start doing that. Pulled weapons yet? No, they have not pulled weapons yet. Well, how do the dogs look? Aggressive. Oh, no. How? No. <laughs> we see two German shepherds, ears pressed flat up against the backs of their heads, straining against the leash that's being held. We see Officer Marlene being dragged along by her dog a little bit. The rest of the officers, as they hear Gordon's directive, something else is holding them firm here. Some other power is forcing them to resist him, even though under ordinary circumstances, if they were just mortal police officers, they'd obey him immediately. All right, Tommaso steps off the bus, walks up behind Gordon, and I'm just going to ready the shotgun. I'm not going to fire, but I have it ready to fire. Tommaso unslings the shotgun in one smooth movement over his back. We hear him pump it with one hand through the air, racks a shell, and it comes up straight to his shoulder, armed and ready. Now, will that prevent me from utilizing quick draw if I'm attacked? I think that's quick draw. Acting right now is to give you that. All right, fine. Just wanted to clarify. Mr. Driston, you have your rifle at the ready. You were aiming at errors. Right. (laughs) I think I'm just going to quietly open that hatch and just slip down underneath the bus. Okay. Do you, are you going to try to bring the rifle with you or not? Yes. Wait there. Take aim. Okay. Mr. Visions, you have your Uh, flamethrower. What are you doing? Yeah, Visions is... He's got his flamethrower. I picture him already walking towards the front of the bus as this is happening. And he says, this is ridiculous, as he walks down the steps and gets ready for an all-out attack. Okay, so Clear Visions has successfully by this point ignited the tip of his pesticide sprayer makeshift flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know how many rounds he has in it. That's a question for another time. Yep. What we do see is Clear Visions in his casual, nice linen button-down shirt. Teresa perched on one shoulder, spreading her wings wide, her feathers casting the firelight off of them. Looks like a goddamn phoenix right now. To initiate this combat, 
Gordon, are you going to attack? Or is Gordon frozen because this is so horribly unexpected that someone somewhere, some mortal has apparently been so persuaded by some power that they could resist him? Gordon's going to walk up to the Sergeant Ayers and he's going to pull out his 9mm and he's going to point it at the Sergeant's head. Why is he pointing at me? (laughs) (laughs) And he is going to no bluff, no nothing, just matter of fact, say, well, you all seem rather strong-willed and he's going to point blank shoot the Sergeant in the head. Fuck, we're doing this. We're doing it. Gordon draws his firearm from his hip, places it against the sergeant's head. It's already loaded. Safety is off. Carried condition one. Sergeant Ayers choking on the gout of shadow that Gordon has forced down his mouth, makes eye contact with Gordon, his eyelids pulled wide, his eyes, blood veins bursting at the moment, looks at Gordon. We see the bullet rip apart Sergeant Ayer's head. He falls limp as a puppet whose string has been cut. The sound cuts across the still night air. We see the other four police officers draw firearms, duck behind cover, and one of them skirts off. So I think that the order of resolution on this is going to be Tommaso because of quick draw. Jason, you were dropping through a hat with your rifle. So it is going to take you a dice roll to make that happen. You're going to be at a slight penalty because you've taken an action for this. I thought I already did that in the last round. That was not. We, this this is, that was okay. not a round. Okay, that was just. My intention. Okay, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Clear visions. You will be acting mm-hmm. at the moment that Tommaso fires. So we're going to go Tommaso, Clear Visions, Jason. I thought I was already down there waiting. <laughs> Sorry. You're dropping through the hat with a long gun. That's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. You're setting up a shot. Jason is twisting through a hat with a rifle. He's got to get through it and then he's got to find a sight picture. That's not an easy thing to do. But it's something I should be good at anyway. Yes. That is why you could do it and most human beings could not. But it's still really fucking hard. All right. So I get to add my quick draw to this. To add your quick draw. I'm going to go ahead and rouse too. You see Officer Marlene starting to let her canine unit off of its lead. And it is now sprinting towards Mr. Fletcher. You see the snarl, its white fangs, dribbling slobber. It leaps into the air towards Tommaso. You mean towards Gordon? Towards Tommaso. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So as I see the dog coming, Tommaso says out loud, "Ah, my favorite thing, killing pigs. And I let loose on the dog. Oh, sorry. Someone had to do it. Yeah. This is for my dog allergy. Shit roll. <laughs> Jesus. That, that, that is a shit roll. Willpower, hold on a second. Better. One. Five successes. Five successes. Joan, the juvenile German shepherd, leaps into the air. We hear Tommaso's quick draw shotgun blast rip across the still night. Moments after Gordon has just executed Sergeant Ayers, the dog is caught in midair as pellets from the shotgun rip across its chest, its momentum carrying it forward in to Tommaso, but it's dead by the time it gets there. Its jaws close on nothing. It simply deflects harmlessly off of him. Now keep moving forward. Clear visions. What is my dice pool? Your dice pool for this is composure plus firearms. Okay. I'm going to arouse the blood. 
Do not get hungry. Teresa spans out her wings on Clear Vision's back, casting an intimidating shadow. Oof, willpower. What is your intention here? Uh, I'm trying to harm as many of them as possible. Okay. It's only two successes. On two successes, Clear Vision's ignites his flamethrower, sending fire towards the three officers now who are cowering alongside their cruisers. The fire licks at their feet. He can see that they're going to be distracted for a moment because there's heat burning from the bottom of their cars and they're not going to be able to take cover as effectively as they would have. But Clear Vision's coterie mates are going to have much greater success because now the officers are trying to hide behind burning cars. Mr. Driston tucks his rifle up close to him, rolls through the hatch in the floor, drops down, draws the rifle in front of him, finds his sight picture. What are you doing? I'm going to shoot the one furthest in the back that is within my line of sight. Give me a roll of composure plus firearms. Before you do that, one thing. So the one that let the dog loose, is she undercover or not? She's not undercover. Hmm. So, and then we've got one running, right? You have one running right now. And so there's three others hiding behind There's three others hiding behind cover. There's one sprinting kind of off the brush on the side. Yeah, so if they're the fr- one that's probably furthest away at this point, then they're the one I've taken aim on. You're going for the one who's sprinting into the brush? All right. All right. I rouse the blood. I do not get hungrier. Six successes. Six successes. Jason's three-weight sniper rifle rips through the night air, passes completely through the burning husk of a police car to catch this figure in the right hip. You hear a shout and a scream as a man collapses into the brush. You see him attempting to struggle to his feet, his right leg totally not responding to him. I think we can leave that one for later now. The police officers who are cowering behind the burning cars are going to regroup and they're going to take aim. They'll get some extra dice into their pool during round two. Okay. What is your intention? Suggestion. Shoot the burning cars and push them back into them. I could at least You can move a car with your shotgun? What do you mean move them back into them? Like, just jostle the cars a bit because they're still cowering behind the Yeah, I don't. I mean, the cars are presumably parked and they're on the opposite side of them. That's why I don't know what you mean. It's not like we're, like, kicking them into the open door or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I have one dot in strength. I'm not kicking any car. Well, I'm not going to kick a burning car. <laughs> if if they weren't on fire, I was right. going to flip one of the cars. Anyway, I think that's enough table yeah. talk. I didn't get Let's that going. Mr. Fletcher? Uh, Mr. Fletcher is going to... Where's the other dog? You said there were two. The other dog is crouched next to a very youthful blonde officer, shaved head, very nearby. Uh, he's fumbling with the leash right now, trying to... Is he blonde or release. is he shaved? You know what shaved blonde guys look like. <laughs> Come on. There's... Yeah, you know what I'm um, talking about. And to clarify, one of the ones he is hiding, hiding behind, behind a burning car, police car right now. Okay, so so that means that uh, I don't have a clear shot at him at the moment. Not totally clear, but you can you can make it happen. Okay, um, I'm going to I'm going to move. So the way I'm imagining these cars, right, is you have one, two that are probably like forming a V with a third behind them, yes. correct? And they're behind that third car, yeah. correct? Okay, I'm going to move to the side of one of the cars in the V Okay, to where I can get a clear shot of the guy with the other dog. Okay. 
And I'm going to go pew pew. It's a ranged attack. Are you going all out attack or are you trying to be tactical about this? I'm going to be tactical okay. about it. Very well. You will lose some dice from your pool when you get fired upon. Mm-hmm. Mr. Tommaso? I assume it would be dexterity athletics for me to do a running leap and try to land the on one of these guys. For that. All right, cool. I'm going to make that okay. attempt. Mr. Tristan? All right. I'm not sure how much of this I will be allowed to do in one round, but what I want to do is roll out from under the bus, activate my fleetness so that I can uh, sprint around to a flanking position Okay, to fire. So you can activate a discipline. I would count that as one action. You're firing. You would lose one die from your pool, but you can activate a discipline and take an action. So I think you can do all that on one turn. Okay. All right. Mr. Visions. So... Now that they are sort of like back, I'm just trying to suppress them with the fire. Okay. So I think it's the the block action. Okay. So the block action, tell me what the dice pool is again. Uh, It is actively opposing another character. When blocking, simply set the result of your block roll as opposition to the action you're blocking. Okay. Do they give you what the block roll is? It just depends on what you're doing. So I'm essentially fighting back So to just prevent them from doing what they're doing. So the fact that you're doing this with a flamethrower, I feel like composure firearms is the right pool for that because you're trying to maintain awareness of what they are doing. Mm-hmm. And as they start to return fire, keep them suppressed. Mm-hmm. So narratively, it makes sense for Clear Visions to act first because his dice pool will influence the rest of what the three of you get. So Clear Visions give me a roll of Composure Firearms. I'm going to spend another willpower. Okay. Okay. That is four successes. Clear Visions, now totally clear of the tour bus, steps into the grass. His white shirt catching the light levels his flamethrower at three officers cowering behind a police car, spurts a gout of flame coating the entire vehicle. He's very, very certain that those three officers are going to take a tremendous amount of willpower to force themselves to face that fire and attack his coterie mates. This is for being in my way. You should have fucking moved. Our next action is going to come from Tommaso. Oh, wait, you're not ranged. The ranged action go next. I forgot. I was kind of counting you the yeah. ranged. I'm, I'm wrong on that. I think that our next one should actually come from Jason. You activate fleetness. You see clear visions, burst of fire come forth. You dash to the side, find a convenient spot, work the action on your rifle, level it. This is very much composure plus firearms. How many dice do you have in that pool? Uh, with my roused blood, I have seven. Do you want Eight. to take half? No. Okay. Ha <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. move us along. Right. Spend a willpower. <laughs> Damn it. It's power scene. through this shit. Big yeah, difference. Well, per um, session. session, which we consider like a recording day. Yeah. That is a seven. That is a messy critical. God damn. Okay, I need help on this messy critical because obviously he succeeds, but I'm trying to think of how to make that messy. The bullet tears through uh, the person he's shooting at and punctures the gas tank on the car, potentially oh. adding a fire. <laughs> yeah, like g- giving the potential... <laughs> For Tommy to become fire. With the messy critical, not a bestial failure. Yeah. Right? No, I, I know, so but, but I, I, that's why I said potential. Based on Tommy's role, right? It's a potential hazard that he has to overcome. 
but it could also harm the cop, yeah. right? Like that could be a lot, though. I think I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Jason crouches down, trained rifleman that he is, levels his sights at an officer who is cowering, his face sweating intently. And as this officer collects himself and stands up, beginning to present his pistol and return fire, Jason's 308 rifle catches the man in the center of the brain bucket, severing the lower part of his brainstem and collapsing him immediately. At that moment, the man's finger twitches, igniting the gas tank of the squad car he was cowering behind. And we see this police car that has been lit on fire. Now an accelerant has been introduced. Now the gas tank has been punctured. Fumes of gasoline mix with the fire coating it and it explodes, lifting skyward, turning the car over. And I need every single member of the coterie to make a frenzy check against fire, the rot shriek. Remind which us. Clear Visions owed me one of them before, and I forgot to call for it. Yeah. Re- yes. Remind us what the yeah, yeah, check is. That is. Hold for dog. Please have this be one of your first things. Thank Are you. Sure, it's unspent willpower. Yep. I'm sure. I need oh, each crap. of you to give me a roll of terror frenzy this role is equal to your unspent willpower plus one third of your humanity rounded down mm. <laughs> <laughs> what you got jason zilch oh oh i got a one i got one i got, one. <laughs> I got a one the difficulty on this was two <laughs> Well, we got three all together. Is that- <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is a group roll. Yes. We help each other. Yes, we'll change the rules. And this was a group roll. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. I thought, like, one person was going to fail. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's, so, that's a reasonable... What, what you fail to understand is... We've spent so much willpower. <laughs> we've spent so much willpower. And yes. I'm at five humanity. He's at five humanity. You're at five. Six. Oh, six. Seven. Yeah. Seven so still. But that, gave that, you, gives you so that gave me three. That gives you two. That yeah. gives you two. Okay. That gives yeah, that was right. I did Jason my and myself one each. Yeah. yeah. So that was um, on a terror frenzy. Make sure I get this right. But during a terror frenzy, while in terror frenzy, the vampire flees from the source of danger without regard to anyone or anything in their way. The terror frenzy ends when the vampire can no longer perceive any danger or when the scene ends. So I'm treating this as a bonfire. Difficulty two, although I think difficulty three inside a burning building would not be too far out of the question because we have burning cars and a flamethrower. With that said, I think two is reasonable. The police officers are not in good shape. This is round three of our combat. They have been reduced by half. Jason murdered one of them. They lost a dog. They lost Sergeant Ayers. They are not prepared to stand and fight. The moment that the flames turn the vampires away, they too are going to begin to flee. None of them were caught in that explosion? Oh, I think they've been very, very wounded by that explosion. So they're not fleeing very fast. They're not fleeing very fast or very far. The coterie... I'm fleeing very fast. (laughs) Fair. Um, the coterie flees for a few minutes. Minutes? Minutes. With fleetness? With fleetness. Oh, gone. God. Well, <laughs> yeah. Considering I was... Did I, did I get the chance to get into midair before that happened? Because that's yeah, what I was going to do. I was gonna that jump. ruins, like, 
the rest of this round. But we were on round three. Yeah, it should. I mean, it's, it's over. Yeah. yeah. So we have police yeah, officers standing by a burning car. Someone roll a D10 for me. No. Five. Five. I'm not a doing it. A single officer limps away from the explosion of the car. It is, in fact, the same officer who took a hip shot from Jason earlier. The one you hip checked? The rest of them are caught get him. <laughs> by shrapnel. The coterie flees from the explosion that they have created. The shrapnel flying towards the bus, possibly penetrating some of the glass windows. We'll find out in a moment. Yes. No, continue. You're good. Okay. You return sometime later, perhaps Jason a bit later than everybody else. You find a blood stain that this officer has drug himself along. I'm going to follow the blood stain. What is everybody else doing? Tommaso is going to walk over to clear. Hey, hey, can I, I mean, can you're I see that thing it, really quick? But it seems like didn't do us much good and we already used it. So sure, why not? Yeah, no prob. Yeah, I'm thanks. Gonna the, uh, I'm going to break the makeshift broomstick over my knee, and then I'm going to take the canister, and I'm going to hurl it as hard as I can, just like well, don't do back that. toward James You to pull up the other two cars. Why? The other two cars are burning anyway. Who cares? Getting shot. Yeah. I was going to I was gonna try to tank the damage for the rest of them, but I don't <laughs> like frenzying. <laughs> I'm eating that thing. So, Gordon, you Follow the bloody streak of the officer with the shattered hip, dragging himself on his hands and knees, right leg trailing behind him down this stretch of dark blacktop. Catch up to him. I say, hey, 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 wait, wait, don't run away. I hate to no, see you go. go. I love to see you. <laughs> love to see you crawl away. <laughs> Gordon sees a flash of silver metal as this officer draws his sidearm and attempts to fire at him. Far too mangled and maimed to bring any real threat. The round flies wide, nowhere near to Gordon. Gordon takes his foot and stomps on his hand with the gun. There's a yelp of pain from the man. He stopped, and now he rolls fully onto his back. We see blood soaking along his side. We see him dragging himself where he's been dragging himself along. We can see a streak of mud along his chest. I'm going to, I'm going to turn to him, and I'm going to say, I can save you. I can keep you from dying. All I want to know. The officer is fumbling inside of his shirt now, oh, tearing no, I, buttons away. I, I, I knock his hand away and I say, all I want to know is who sent you and how you knew where we were going to be. Lucas Thorne. And that is where we will end this session. Motherfucker. This is the portion of our session where we track the moral degeneration of our kindred as they commit increasingly despicable acts. Clear Visions has the convictions of uncover the truth in all things, vision without action is but a dream, and you are nothing more than your reputation. Our chronicle tenets are ashes are a poor foundation, give respect but demand it too, and united we stand, divided we fall. Clear Visions murdered a mortal, though that mortal was an enemy combatant. What else do we have? That's all I got. Yeah, I feel like that's all I got. Yeah. Mad at you for using the flamethrower, but I got nothing, so. <laughs> he is developed an innate fear. We have another one. Yeah, I'm going to find that one, too. Break it. 
sick of these things. Clear uh, visions incurred no stains. Mr. Jason Driston has the convictions of punish the guilty, protect the innocent, and orders our purpose. Do we feel that Jason violated any of his chronicle tenants, any of the chronicle tenants, or any of his convictions? I don't think so. I don't see any. I mean, the only thing I've got <laughs> is you drank from the decapitated corpse was on <laughs> the dead, so he doesn't be violent. Yeah. I know. I'm just I'm trying to think of anything because we're yeah, just sitting here going, no. So. My opinion is yeah. that it didn't make a difference to anyone at all if Jason did or didn't. Yeah. So we don't have yeah, anything about don't desecrate corpses. So, <laughs> yeah. Amazingly enough, <laughs> yeah. somehow we don't have that one. We missed that one somewhere. Wonder yeah. how. Uh, Jason has also incurred no stains. Mr. Tommaso Galenti has the personal convictions of always keep your sworn word and don't indulge in wanton violence. Do we feel that Tommaso violated those? Okay. I would like to say, been as a player, I don't feel violate, violated them. However, I think you kind of forced him into the mass shooting spree of the killing of the tree. That's where things get complicated for me because I, as a person, don't like games that say your character did a bad thing, so they are now bad. That removes agency to me, and I feel like that's a that makes it not fun because if you're like, well, my player frenzied and they did something awful, I feel bad. Or my player got a messy critical and now they... But that's also how Vampire is technically supposed to be played, but we also play fast and loose enough with it that I'm okay with saying no. Yeah. Well, so just breaking it down a little. Yeah. I mean, I was already under fire, right? So even if I went nuts and I started like, blasting and back, like I don't think any violence. <laughs> anti I'm just did saying. That <laughs> forget. Appreciate you working to try to come up with something like and that. I think Mike kind of forced you into that. Um, the dice did. The, the, but just yeah, the dice. So. I don't deserve that. Um, I think only others I would say, trying to think of, were destruction of the flamethrower. I think could be constraint and violence because you destroyed something that was useful to us, to the coterie as a whole. Um, for that, how this any of your convictions or touchstones? I also feel like you, well, I'm going to give you a token for it. But I, I don't know I if do. we want to consider that. I mean, okay, so if we want to look at the flamethrower in just by itself, I mean, I could say that was a violation of United, we stand divided, we fall. I took something away from the coterie. Give respect. But I, I don't know about that one. Possible. I, I consider that rather wanton violence because you physically took the flamethrower, like the spray end, broke you over your knee, took the tank and threw it as far as you could. Away. You know, it's. Yeah, and there was no real need for that other than your own distaste for the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> two teenagers enjoying their first night as man and woman together oh my god yeah, sorry <laughs> oh god so i was walking down the street and i came across this kid that was just laughing and laughing and laughing i asked him why he was laughing he said i farted and the car behind me blew up <laughs> all right you know what you know what sure i'll take well, it. like i, I, I hate to that put one. that on you but no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I, I consciously made that choice. So I am perfectly okay with that. I will roll against that. So just so we don't have to do it later, it's my unused humanity uh, rounded roll a down, number of right? dice equal to the empty dots on the humanity tracker minus your stains. So minus one. Okay, so I'll roll. 
Okay. Huh. I, lose. I know I'm kind of like, do I, I don't know that I agree with this. You only have three unmarked humanity? Yeah, yeah he has seven humanity. Yeah, I still, that's the other I've, thing where I've I'm never like, lost but it'd be okay any, for Tomaso to lose a humanity. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm not feeling bad about this. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so I don't love it, but yeah. I don't exactly have a problem either. I mean, he passed. <laughs> he passed. All right, so give us so human over here. I know. I, I feel bad about dousing those kids. Tommaso is accused right. of violating. Don't commit wanton violence for his action of destroying a useful tool to the coterie by snapping the flamethrower over his knee and casting it aside. Side, huh? Um, Tommaso has thought about it and does feel remorse. Very well, so Mr. Fletcher, I. I cannot let the murder of Sergeant Ayers slide. He was not at that point. Fighting. He was an enemy combatant. He hadn't started the murder rating, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the specific order of operations that occurred here was I approached Sergeant Ayers. As soon as I started talking to him, he declared his intention by throwing handcuffs on me, making himself an enemy, enemy combatant. Like, I don't, I don't know, know how, how, how you would, uh, like, not say that's not enemy I, combatant. I guess I just, okay, it sort of escalates the situation when you take someone who tries to take you in without killing you, and then you shove shadows down their throat to suffocate them. And I did suffocate him. Yes, you... I, 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 I muted him. Okay. him. I, I muted him. him. Okay, so you muted him, and then you shot him in the head. I, I gave I gave every opportunity that for him to walk away from that. that yeah, that's true. He yes, did. He, he gave them, I, yeah, he gave them I, I, all I chances away. to back I down. I said, move these cars. They said no, they fuck said you. No, fuck I even got back onto the bus, fully planning on leaving him alone, and they still didn't move. All right, that's a good point. You make a compelling argument. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you were that, well, an got. asshole to Timmy. I was an asshole to Timmy. Oh, that was you. No, yeah, that was me. Was like, how was I an asshole to Timmy? Because you're usually the one who does stuff like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> now, like, if you wanted to say, like, I was an asshole to Clear, sure. But Timmy, yeah. not so much. No, I mean, if you're going to call anybody yeah, out he was Timmy, the one that me. sat next to him slurping on a blood packet <laughs> going, yeah. Now, I was an asshole to Suzanne. Yeah. But Suzanne can nah. suck it. <laughs> hey, watch okay. it. So are you guys okay with Gordon has zero stain? Yeah. yeah. I, can, can you guys think of anything that would cause a stain? I will give I don't you think one night without attempting to really cause a stain. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I was yeah, on a yeah. streak. I know you were going for a record. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was on a streak for three, three nights in a row of losing humanity. Three or six or yeah, whatever. What episode are we on? Yeah. Twenty-one. So ten night uh, ten. I feel like ev I feel like every like night I've had a stain. Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gordon uh, incurred no stains to his humanity. Hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by Josh playing Clear Visions, Nick playing Jason, Russell playing Gordon. And Ben playing Tommaso. Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. Also, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. You know, we'd love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit at Monster Game Night. Also, while you're around, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family if you enjoyed the show. Because word of mouth is the best way for a small, independent podcast like ours to grow. Hope that you can come to our next Monster, Monster Game, Game Night. Night.